Hi everyone, this is Luke Moroni for the Daily Property Search Podcast. And the topic I'd like to discuss with you today is what are property deal breakers? Things that you want to avoid, but maybe, just maybe, that the price is too good to, to not take up the opportunity. But I'm going to discuss this in this particular podcast so you can get an idea of what we look out for when it comes to our buyer's agency services and how we help clients avoid some of these pitfalls. Before I get into the topic, just a disclaimer that this podcast is for general purposes only and should not be regarded as financial or legal advice. Make sure you get your own independent advice when it comes to investing. So what are some of those property deal breakers? Now, you may have heard some of these examples. I'm gonna dive a little bit deeper so you get a bit of an understanding from our eyes, from our buyer's agency eyes, when we're looking out in the ground, what we're kind of looking for, what we're searching for, and what things that you probably need to check before you even go out to do some of these searches on property. So you can get an idea of whether that's a good deal or not, and you can actually minimize your time when going to open inspections. So let's get straight into it. First of all, probably the, the biggest one on the target list is really looking at whether the property in a, is in a flood affected area or not. So imagine thinking about what effects that this could potentially happen or have an effect on the property and uh, the repairs and maintenance, um, the growth of that property in future and whether someone's actually gonna want to buy it off you uh, once you do, you did hold that property for a while. So, you know, the, the repairs and maintenance are pretty obvious. If there is a flood that runs through the property, there'll be uh, a lot of repairs that have to be done. Obviously, you will, uh, will, most likely people will have insurance policy on that particular property, but the excesses can often be high and the insurance on a flood affected property uh, is often quite high. So it really needs to be taken into consideration before and before looking at a property, whether it is gonna be of benefit to you to buy a flood affected property. Uh, a lot of councils do have a, a search mapping system available where you can quickly go onto their council website, have a look at their interactive maps and put in their property address and see if that property is flood affected or not. And you can actually check some of the other overlays on the property. So um, it is a good place to check out what the situation is with that particular property before you get in. Other things to be aware of is power lines. Being close, in very close proximity to a power line can be a problem in terms of the resale of that property, but also can be a problem in terms of the valuation that the banks are gonna offer. So normally they'd have uh, a, an amount of area away from the power lines where if it's in that zone, then it could um, decrease the, the property valuation on that particular property. So one to watch out for. Other things that come up is um, if it's the area that you're selecting or the streets around that area uh, have been uh, had old mining underneath the land of that property. So if that is the case, it might put your valuation on your property a little bit lower than um, what you can on a, an area that's not being mined. And that could be in the, even in a difference of the next property over or the, or the next street over, which might have some mining, but yours might not, but you're gonna get a higher valuation. Now the effects on mining um, only are in regards to more so the developing aspect of it. So they might restrict you to only doing two levels on the property more often than not. 
But again, you're gonna to have to find out there's restrictions on that particular property. Always good to either get some information about that from council, and then you can actually have people actually test out the property and get a survey on the property to actually find out what kind of uh, what kind of development you can do on that particular property to really assess its potential in the future for development. Uh, other things that you want to be mindful of is um, on the block itself, if it's an odd shape block, um, we kind of like the whole rectangle aspect of the block having the the the, the boundary or the, the I should say the, the parameters of the block to be in um, even shape. So a nice rectangle shape where it has a wide frontage, a wide rear to the back or the same amount of distance in the frontage to the rear of the property and the same length. Um, having a short frontage on the block and going out to a triangle shape can cause a, f a few issues with putting things like granny flats on properties or developing that particular property in future. Other things on the property itself is the sewer line, checking where that is located on the property. If it's in the middle of the property, then you might have some issues again with the development aspect of it. Other things outside, and I'm going back to the actual property itself for a second, the slope of the block. So is it um, flowing from the rear to the front in a nice even, or if it's a flat block, it's gonna be a lot better for the de development aspect than something that's sloping from the front to the rear of the property. So something to be really mindful about for its potential in future. Um, people don't often want to drive down a slopey driveway, but if it's an area that is well uh, suited to families or to individuals to buy that particular property and it's and it's got um, a nice outlook, a nice streetscape and um, you know little repairs and maintenance, then it might have its advantages in future. Going outside the property in regards to things that might affect resale and valuations, uh, you know, what's happening in the street where, you know, the neighbors that are around is there when a valuation, a valuer comes to the property, are they going to find out that um, it's not um, a, a nice suburb to live in or a nice street to live in? The neighbors are, you know, have got a lot of cars parked out the front, there's mess, there's, uh, there's unkept lawns and landscaping that's not very pleasing to the eye. So the neighborhood of where you're looking at that particular purchase could be an issue for the valuation and also for the re, uh, for, for tenants moving in and for um, resale and future. Other things that might affect around the area to have tenants living there and resale if, if someone is able to pick it up and being in those areas frequently as a buyer's agent, you can pick up on some of these things. So one particular aspect that you might ring true to you, but having a bat colony close by could bring a whole lot of noise into the suburb and unpleasant, you know, can be quite unpleasant for some people. So having that night after night after night can be a bit of an issue for tenants. Um, some may be okay with it and, and for them and for tenants, it might be a cheaper rent that they are paying. So something to really be mindful in regards to some of the aspects of a property that could detract tenants, valuations, resale, and um, just issues in future. So uh, you wanna buy an investment that is gonna bring you low risk and potential for growth. And when you look at the, those items that I mentioned earlier, it could actually 
deter people. It could actually put yourself in a situation where there is um, that that you 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 aren't able to sell that quickly. So you've got to be mindful of that. Now, in in all that we say and do in terms of the the deal breakers and those items that I mentioned, if the price or the terms of the of the of the property allow you to to get a snap up a really good deal might be it might be of, of, of advantage for you to secure so you've got to take that all into consideration maybe it's a case of there's only a small flooding aspect there might be a case of okay the back colony is quite a distance away and, and actually flows away they seem to fly away from the area that you're in um, it may be that the sewer line is not really detracting from a potential development. So you've got to take all these aspects into consideration. Hopefully that helps you in thinking about whether the property is gonna have these deal breaker aspects to it, or it has the potential to provide you with um, that growth and that low risk for that investment. So if you wanna talk about this particular topic or other personal circumstances in terms of investing, please do give me a call. My number is 0400 377. Thanks for tuning in. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.